and it says this, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Here we have the story of the birth of Jesus, a story we've been taught at school, watched our children or grandchildren act out. And we're so familiar with it, we often forget these characters were real people with real emotions and worries. I believe the Christmas story is more relevant and impact today than it ever has. And to me, in the context of this year, these verses have reminded me of expectation. Christmas is all about expectation. Even before December, my kids are counting down the days until their advent calendar. Adverts on the TV and social media show the picture-perfect living rooms with the must-have board games, the smiling relatives, the amazing display of food. And we are fed what our expectations of what the perfect day should be. Every year so far, my son Jack has always ended up disappointed with the toy he saw on TV. In his mind, he's imagined something that surpasses anything that could be physically created or achievable for a retail price of £9.99. He takes after me. When I was around eight years old, I was fully into Star Wars and had seen the Attack Walkers advert on TV, which showed these giant model walking spaceships controlled by stormtroopers being taken down by Han Solo and Luke Skywalker in X-Wings. And the big day came and Santa had delivered. In this huge box was an Attack Walker. But then I noticed that was it. No figures, no bodies to operate it, no heroes to battle the machine. It felt like I'd been given a colouring book without the pens. My expectations did not meet my reality. The Very Well Mind website had an article this year entitled The Expectations Versus Reality Trap. Are you being robbed of your happiness? It outlined research which highlighted how people are surprisingly inept at predicting how they will feel about upcoming events. For example, one study showed that newlywed couples tended to expect their happiness levels would rise or at least stay the same over the four year period after marriage. In reality, the levels of happiness tended to diminish over that time. Other studies found that lottery winners' happiness tended to reduce to pre-winning days, or sometimes even below. While we expect that the perfect Christmas dinner, the immaculate tree, a stocking full of toys, will provide happiness this holiday, the reality is, at best, it will only be temporary. Just over 2,000 years ago, I'm sure Mary's expectations of the circumstances and location of the child's birth did not meet her expectations. Who would have predicted there was no room for the Son of God and his cradle was a manger? But there is a difference here. God wanted to change our expectations of who he was at that time. He was to be called Emmanuel, God with us. He came to have a relationship with us on a mission of love. I mentioned earlier how nothing my son can imagine could even match the reality of what this earth could deliver. But God is different. Our brains cannot fathom the depths of love he has for us. So I finish with this prayer this Christmas for you from Ephesians 3, 18 to 19. I pray that you will be able to understand how wide and how long and how high and how deep his love is. I pray that you will know the love of Christ. His love goes beyond anything we can understand. And I pray that you will be filled with God himself.